Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the biryani boy. Yeah, Jordan Morris, boy detective. Thought about Lossie Man. <laughs> so, right. But I think biryani, biryani boy has a certain quality to it. Do you think Listen, at some point- They're both gross. Do you think- They both sound like fetishes. <laughs> I'm think... not saying that the food they're associated with is gross. Yeah. Quite the opposite. It was both re- tasty, we just ate it and it was real good. Both tasty foods, but adding boy, what's the other one? Uh, Lossy man. Yeah, I think Both, as I yeah. digest this meal that we just ate before mm-hmm. we rec- started recording this podcast, I may go from a biryani boy to a lossy man. Okay, this may be a coming of age story. Sure. Well, and uh, probably before I get home, I'm gonna have to pull over and become a diarrhea fella. <laughs> <laughs> I have to pull over to Carl's Jr. <laughs> become a. Very tasty food, but uh, yeah, tough to digest. Tough to digest. I just want to clarify <laughs> that it's not because the food was not delicious. It was fantastic. I have a weak white man's stomach. Yes. And sometimes the spicier foods of other cultures. Um, You're re- a weak man havoc. overall. I'm a weak say. man, period. Emotionally, yeah. Yeah. I'm weak. Yeah. Um, physically, certainly. <laughs> yeah. But also in the gut. My gut is weak. It's the flora and fauna. In I'm there. trying to make it stronger, but it's a gradual process. Maybe probiotics. Probiotics might help. Maybe a nice um, activated charcoal. But that's why you get the lassi, I guess. You had the lassi, yeah. which is a nice dairy treat. How do you feel about a rose flavored food? Because I had a mango lassi, a mm-hmm. classic lassi. Occasionally, I will get a salty lassi, mm-hmm. which I just get to remind myself that that is an intercultural bridge too far for me. Sure. It's a thing I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, they offer a rose lassi there, right. which I had one time and I enjoyed. But when I was enjoying it, our colleague here at Maximum Fun, Daniel Baruella, was there, and it upset him mm. uh, that I was drinking a rose sure. lassi because rose-flavored things – Upset him. Okay with it. Not my first choice, but mm-hmm. uh, I'll have one. But yeah, I would probably go mango if I was choosing a lassi. Mango really is a great fruit. It's That's a, an underrated fruit. fruit. I mean, here in flavor. the United States. Sure. I think it's the world's most popular fruit. I think oh, across the world, mangoes are doing great. They don't need a boost from us. But here in the United States, Mango Council, give us a call. I want to talk Otto Wolfo. Sure. Stop trying to make soccer popular. Yeah, let's talk about let's those talk about little mangoes. yellow mangoes. Yeah. Love to talk mangoes. I got the Setsuma people on the line anyway. I'm, I got to I got to sort that deal out before I get to the Atahualpa mango mango people. And you're busy. Yeah, well, I'm a Setsuma consumer. And and you know here, I mean, they're all going to be gone. You know those Setsuma people. Yeah, they take long holidays. It's yeah, like two do. weeks before, it two is. weeks after, and they're like, it oh, is. I'm sorry, I didn't get to back to you. I was catching up. Yeah. So you know, it's like, when are you going to get to talk to them? March. God, can I tell you what is. Comfortably, the best part of living in Los Angeles by a wide margin. Yeah. Some people say that it's the great weather. Some people say it's the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. Some people say you can go to the beach anytime you want. For me, sometimes a pickup truck will be parked on the side of the road. It's completely full of Satsumas. Mm-hmm. And no matter how many you get, they charge you $5. <laughs> just You just have yeah. bags and bags and bags of Satsumas. They say $5. I know. it's It makes you feel good about Never being able to own a house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Let's introduce our guest on the program. Yeah. He's looking at us skeptically right now. He's the host of the smash hit podcast, Never Not Funny, and the burgeoning hit video program, Jimmy's Records and Tapes. He's a stand-up comedian, a beloved television host, the host of uh, National Lampoon's Funny Money, where big laughs get you big bucks. Big bucks get you big laughs. Big... Bucks laughs big, big. You had it right. It was uh, big laughs, get your big bucks, and then I always add, and then get you canceled. Uh, <laughs> the great Jimmy Pardo. Hello. Now, let me uh, comment on several things that have happened prior to my uh, introduction. Please. Yes. First of all, thank you for the professional introduction. Uh, secondly, uh, and, and I have a point to this. Yes. So understand where I'm coming from. That, that's what separates you and uh, me, Jimmy. <laughs> well, I, I disagree. You've got the bullseye. Now. Listen, I, uh, growing up in Chicago uh, as a, uh, maybe an 18, 19-year-old man at this point, uh, there was a uh, a disc jockey on the air named Sean the Wild Child Hamilton. It was Sean the Wild Child Hamilton. And then Sean had a 21st birthday, and the next day he came in and he goes, hey, you have the Sean the Wild Man Hamilton. Oh, wow. Now, here's why I bring it up. Yeah. When do you turn to the man detective as opposed to boy detective? Because you've been boy detective now where it's obvious years. you're not yeah. the young boy no, anymore. You're right, you're right. Well, I mean, I'll say that I, right. And 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 the nicknames have become, they've been coming up more and more. Yeah, they sort of They're, feel like we are oxen plowing a field. And the nicknames are the yokes on our back. <laughs> right, yes, exactly. Um, I guess that's what I'm getting at is and I at a, some point you know, it's embarrassing. Sure, yes. I think it hey. was embarrassing from the start. No, fair, I, I don't think so. You I, probably you came on this program when, when on on its pre, its predecessor, The Sound of Young America, when we were twenty two years old or right? something. Right, and Boy like Detective that. was fun, ironic sure. with the wink, yeah. and I enjoyed it. But even though I, now it, you're not into it. Well, now I don't think the wink is there. I sure. think it really sounds like you think you're, like you're still holding. He's holding a real your youth. detective. Right. I'm really just aiming on the youth thing. He may be yeah. a detective on his own time. I don't know. That's yeah. not my business. Well, I'm not saying, Jimmy, I'm not saying you're not the best detective in the room. I am always the best detective in the room. <laughs> yeah. Always. Um, well, yeah, I have sure. a trophy that proves it. Well, here's, here's you know, um, we, have a, we have an audience on this show. Yeah. And we're holding on to them. We love that they're here. Yeah. They have so many other podcasting choices. There's a yeah. lot in the sea these days, aren't there? There's a lot of fish. There's some crabs as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, a lot of barnacles. A lot of barnacles and maybe even a dugong or two. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. sure. There's a lot out there to podcast and uh-huh. you know and and but they're they've stayed with us um and and we're grateful for them. So I'll back up a little bit. One of my first jobs in LA when I moved to L.A. to try and pursue entertainment, was I was a PA on the Ellen Show. You were Ellen a, a, a production, a production assistant, assistant on the Ellen uh, Situation Comedy. The, the Ellen DeGeneres uh, uh, Talking Show. How long is the talk the show? The Talking on? Show. When was it? A long that? time. I guess it's longer than I thought. Yeah, I yeah. think this was two thousand six, maybe two thousand six right. or seven. Town. It, was, it was. Yeah, it was. It's great to be here now. It was great to be here then. I imagine. Yeah. Um, it's everybody's it's, dream to work for the legendarily kind Ellen DeGeneres. Yes. <laughs> Don't look into that statement that Jesse just made. <laughs> Whatever you do, if you're an Ellen fan, <laughs> don't look into that more. Um, yeah, so I was there for about six months. And, you know, uh, production assistant, lowest rung of the ladder. You're fetching coffee. Uh, you're getting breakfast for Karen Kilgariff, then head writer. Mm-hmm. You're answering angry mail about why Ellen briefly stopped dancing. That's where I was going. So <laughs> I was there the start of the season. So Ellen's thing on the talking show is dan- coming out with a dance. Right. DJ, she has a hunky DJ who will play a hit of the day. 
and she'll come out and do a little dance. Goes up and down the aisle. Up and down the aisle. People also will join in. People will join in. She's just spreading joy. Sure. Get your happy on. Yeah. I think that's one of the But then she kind of got caught in that where she maybe maybe wanted to stop doing it, but then felt like she could not, correct? So so when I started, you know, so, you know, the the production staff starts, you know, maybe a month before the show starts taping, kind of between seasons and kind of something that they told us like, hey, you're the new staff. So a little change this year. Ellen's going to stop dancing. Ellen's going to stop dancing. She's just kind of over it. You know, it was nothing. It was just kind of like she's feel she feels like she's done it. She feels like she's grown out of it. So anyway, so I was there during the, 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 the time when Ellen stopped dancing. And also one of my PA jobs, you get the coffee, you get Karen Kilgariff's breakfast. Um, you build Liz Feldman a bookcase that later falls apart. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, these are all things that you do when you work for Ellen. Mm-hmm. I like that Liz Feldman uh, surveyed the low-level production employees of The Ellen Show she looked at the choices and decided you were the one to um, build a bookcase. I don't think Liz felt – I think we the, it was disseminated to us okay. through channels. I'm okay. glad to hear that because I would have been annoyed had a – I heard the uh, a writer had a PA build their bookcase. Yeah, I think that's something they should do on their off time. I think the writer tells the coordinator, coordinator finds the PA. All right. Um, yeah, or do you think? And again, I, I'm doing. I'm saying all this to uh, so that I don't hate Liz Feldman with the fire of the sun. Yeah. yeah. Do you think maybe she said, "Hey, I think I need a bookcase," and then somebody said, "Oh, we'll get you one," and then Jordan built it. I hope it's that, and not her going, right. "Hey, get somebody to build me that a bookcase." That guy's got his feet up. Yeah. Look at this guy with his feet. Time to lean. Time to build a bookcase. That's right. Yeah. Liz Feldman, not very good with rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very talented comedy great, writer. Great comedy writer. What was the movie she nice just wrote? Person. She just wrote a movie. Uh, she wrote Dead to Me, the Netflix series. And I that's don't know, what it maybe was. Maybe she has written a movie. No, no, uh, that, that's what I was thinking of. No shortage of writing projects for the great Liz yes. Feldman. Uh, including Marrying My High School Friend. That's also something Liz Feldman did. Yeah, so did you break that up too? Huh? Did you break that up too? No, marriage is still going strong. Good yeah. for them. Despite my best Despite efforts. Despite your best. <laughs> Listen, I could... Build them a bookcase that will. I was hoping fall the bookcase would be a metaphor. So hard that they they have to get a divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, no uh, I cannot even build a bookcase that bad. That's how. That's how, what a rock that marriage is. I see. Um, so, uh, so also one of my jobs was to answer the like Ellen at Ellen dot com email, and a lot of people emailed this thinking they were. Getting a direct line. They to thought Ellen. they were literally writing yes, Ellen. Yes, exactly. No, you know, yeah, they thought that was just Ellen. Hi, Ellen. E- yes. Mm-hmm. Saw the show today. Yep. Mm hmm. Wow. So, Always nice to see you. Wow. Would say. Yeah. So there were two. Love the sweater. Yeah. <laughs> Ellen's real email was Ellen D at Ellen. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. If sure. only the people knew. Yeah. They could have gotten right through to her One and not let her off. Bypassed the. Little showbiz Bob Via of the office. So I would have to. So there were basically three things. <laughs> I like that you pronounced the double L as though as though Bob Vila it's, is from Buenos Aires. Bob Vila. Bob Vila. <laughs> he was originally a vaquero right. before he turned to yeah. Go ahead, Jordan. So on that, can I? I hate to, I hate nope, to interrupt, please. but that seems to be what we're doing let's here. Let's go. Uh, um, let's go down a road, Jesse. Uh, you're a baseball fan. I am. The gentleman who uh, I want to say uh, he was on the he was on the Dodgers at the same time as Steve Garvey and Ron Say mm-hmm. may have played second base. Who would that have been? Uh, 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 Joaquin I, Andujar. No, I want you to say the name because I. Uh, 
I, I, Steve Sachs? No, no, that was, was pre Steve Sachs. Pre Steve Sachs. Maybe a first. Davy Lopes? Yes. Davy Lopes. How do you say it? It's pronounced. It's spelled L O P E S, and it's pronounced Lopes. It's Lopes. But when I moved here, a lot of people said, "You know, the great Davy Lopez." And I was yeah. like, "It's not. It's never been Davy Lopez. It's yeah. Davy Lopes." It's Lopes. And then I felt bad for my whole life. I called a. Uh, he lives uh, down on Sepulveda. Mm-hmm. He's in that area then. Yeah. I called a, a fellow. Uh, uh, his name was George Orta, who played baseball. Mm-hmm. But apparently, it was Jorge Orta. But yep. dumb white guys all called him George Orta. Yeah. That's my story. You had to think about a bookcase. It's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. Um, we got Jimmy Pardo here, folks. Sure do. Thank you for having Jimmy's records today. <laughs> What's your email? Uh, <laughs> Ellen Jimmy, at Jimmy Ellen. P at Ellen. Yeah. Com. Uh-huh. Uh So three kinds of emails coming down the pipe. Yeah. Okay. Or three the, kinds. Three kinds of emails. Okay. Um, kind number one. One. Hey, Ellen, I thought it'd be a great idea if you would do a story on stomach stapling. And it so happens that I need my stomach stapled. You should fly me out oh. and pay for it. That came up. Idea number one. That's the first kind of email that we got. That's that style of I. Yeah, I two two tiered. I think you should do a story on stomach stapling. Paragraph two. Hey, I just thought of this. I'm the guy. I need my stomach stapled. Right. Please fly me out and staple okay. my stomach. So I mean, it's one. a natural train of thought that someone mid email would realize. I guess the reason I've been thinking about this a lot is I personally, I personally yeah, could benefit from this topic that you would do on a Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, two classic, feature... classic Wednesday topic, by mm-hmm. the way. Feature my pet on the show. Here is a photo of my pet looking unremarkable. Uh-huh. Okay, tell me. Can I again? Can I interrupt? Yeah. Who was the shortstop? I'm kidding. No. <laughs> Who, uh, here's the two, two things I need to know because mm-hmm. all I really know about the Ellen show. Alfredo is, uh, Griffin. That's who I was thinking. I think of. you're right. Yeah. yeah. Here's the so I I don't I only know this about the Ellen program yeah. as I know about the dancing, mm-hmm. um, and then I know that it is a talk show, right? And uh, she does a monologue and then talks to celebrities. Mm-hmm. Does she do topics such as uh, tummy uh, stapling, Jimmy? She she didn't then. I don't think she. Okay, does now. so she doesn't even so do yes, that. Yeah, no, it would be so out of okay. out of Ellen's format. All right, so follow yeah, up. Yeah, you have a celebrity, you do a game with them, somebody scares the celebrity. And then, a yeah. more sensible type of email for someone to send would be. I think YouTube is going to become a phenomenon. When it does, mm-hmm. you should book some of its uh, most remarkable viral stars onto your show for a heartwarming segment. Sure. Yeah. Because that is something she does. It did end up happening. Does she, uh, at the time, yeah. would she feature people's pets? Uh, You know, so she would feature, so once in a while, like, there would be a stupid pet trick type thing that would happen where a dog would come on and, like, you know, bounce a ball on his nose or run a little course or something. Okay. Uh, so that wasn't all that crazy that somebody would. No, that was a little less it. off. Okay. But that um, can be exhausting. I know because there's a running thing on Judge John Honchman, a podcast I do with John Honchman, uh, where. And what's his email? Litigants. <laughs> that's Hodgman at MaximumFun.org. Oh. Uh, it gets right to him. The there's a thing where litigants will uh, include in the evidence a picture of their pet doing mm. something funny, uh, so that when I'm flipping through the evidence, I'll see it and laugh because uh. I do like to laugh at a pet doing something mm. funny. Uh, but that has led to a general pattern of people sending me pictures of their pets not doing something funny. Sure. Uh, and a picture of a golden retriever. Maybe this dog. Maybe. Deeply beloved to you, mm-hmm. the owner of this golden retriever. To me, it looks like all golden Standard retrievers. Standard dog. Just a photograph. Just looks like a, a picture of a dog, mm-hmm. which is fine. Mm-hmm. 
I know you love the dog. I don't have anything other than a general warm feeling towards dogs, mm-hmm. which I do have. But let's get pictures of a dog doing something great. Head stuck in a bag. That's that's exactly what I'm talking about. Or something reindeer horns, but not just reindeer horns. Mm-hmm. It's, we've seen that. You know what I mean? Maybe a unicorn horn or something. Unicorn you know, would be nice. Yeah. Um, so another interruption, if please, I may. Please, no, Jesse. What's happening over my right shoulder that uh, you keep looking at? Is somebody there about is a to attack literal, me? There is literally a fireworks show over your. Oh, shoulder. is that what's happening? Yes. Okay. Because I'm looking at like because wow. every now and then you you'll just talk and you look over, your eyes will do something, and then you come back. Like, I was what, what worried, is happening over my right shoulder. I was worried it was like a refinery explosion, okay. and then some red yeah. ones happened. But uh, <laughs> all right, why? It's not a holiday, is it? Well, somebody's yeah, finally talking Christmas about Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> okay, right. Yes. Ellen's it's happening. Ellen, Ellen Lesnar, yeah. light him up. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so then, uh, so the pet for that. Uh, then, uh, that I, was category I, two. I acknowledge so, our, yeah, so, I've so three categories. No, that's okay. Number three uh, is dancing, is, I would assume. Yeah. So topic one. You should do a story on stomach stapling. Staple okay. my stomach. Yeah. And then would you, I mean, I, 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 I'm only interrupting because I want to know. Yeah. Would you then, no, please. would you respond to these people or you just. Uh, no. So kind of my, what they told me, the, my, the, the, the kind of guest booking people would say like, hey, you know, scan the email every day. Um, you know, if something seems uh, aggressive, report it to security. Happen okay. once in a while. Every now and then you would get something and yeah. people are very angry at Ellen. Sure. Uh, uh, maybe some homophobic issues. Yes, okay. absolutely. Yeah, it, it absolutely happened. Um, yeah, so you know, so you know, if, if it seems dangerous, report it to security. Um, and but you know, occasionally maybe it's interesting. Uh, let us know if it seems like something that we might feature on the show. You know, print it out and give it to us and let us know. So you know, so you're getting three kinds of emails. Uh, Number one, stomach stapling. Stomach stapling. Number two. Two, here is, feature my pet on the show. Here is a normal looking pet. Right, blind pet. Unremarkable pet. Thing three, why the fuck did you stop dancing? You're angry about it. Why the fuck did you stop dancing? You need to start dancing again or I will kill myself. I will slit my wrist in the goddamn bathtub if you don't come out to a song that was popular at the time, Let's Say Sexy Back. Mm -hmm. Let's Say Sexy back. Back. If you don't, if you don't do it, I am going to put my kid in the trunk and drive the car into Jesus. a goddamn lake. You should start fucking dancing. It was intense. The Ellen start dancing movement was terrifying. Would you say those would be five to one over the other emails? I would say that the the pie chart was, let's say, 20% stomach staple. Okay. Let's say 15%... Feature my pet. Here's a picture of my pet doing some nothing of interest. All right, we're at thirty five percent, and then the rest. Why aren't you dancing? Why aren't you dancing? The full sixty five. Oh, and then also they wanted someone from Grey's Anatomy called McSteamy. They wanted McSteamy to come. Oh, they wanted McSteamy out from time to time. Yeah, the, the I can understand. Why that was a very McSteamy. small little piece of the pie, though. Yeah, well, that was the interest in McSteamy. Folks who love Grey's, <laughs> sure. Um, the type of alien. Right. From, of the, of the right. mid yes. 1990s, mm-hmm. the, the kind from uh, yeah, Alien I, Autopsy on yeah, Fox. Yeah, I've seen them wearing cat in the hat hats. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sure. <laughs> um, so yeah, those those and and they caved so fucking fast. Ellen started oh, dancing again uh, in a month, I would say, just because the ins- and the deluge of emails. Yes, and and again, going back to the nicknames. Um, you know when an audience is with something for this long, 
you don't want it to change. Part of why you're listening is the format. And I know we don't have a very rigorous format. We have stuff we do every time. You know, we chat a little bit. We introduce the guest. We say the nicknames. We take some calls. I don't want to risk gumming up those works because yeah. they're fragile. It's a it's a word, and they word could just difference. so fucking easy start listening to the Flophouse instead of us. Yeah, I know it's we do probably more. better than us. It's better. Yeah, they do fewer shows. We got that on them. There's a reason to listen to it. Sure, it's about something. And I just don't want to give. I don't want to give them a reason to sub in the Flophouse instead. I of see. Us. At any second, they could switch to Never Not Funny. Sure. Our whole premise is just, can we run Never Not Funny out of business? You're not going to. <laughs> I'm in for the long Stronger haul. Stronger than ever. Do you, do you uh, as, some, as a longtime podcaster, yes. do you have something you're like, I here's a part of the show that maybe I would rather not do? Yeah, the, uh, all of it. <laughs> uh, you know, from start to finish. Yeah. Uh, no, that is, but that cannot Show be. business is scary. That was for humor. Yeah. Uh, I, I, there's nothing I love more than doing that show. Yeah. Uh, what was your full question? Uh, so I, this I, is the reason I have not changed Jordan Morris. So you want to know if there's something that I would change on my program? Yeah. Do you, it's, can you relate to this at all? I, I, I don't. I, the name is a big one. Sure. I, I don't oh, like the yeah. name Never Not Funny, and I, and I complain about that on a regular basis. Would you say 10% of the emails to Jimmy at NeverNotFunny.com are regarding, I found this portion not funny? Um, they, luckily, those people save those for the iTunes reviews. Got so uh, they're away from my yeah, eyes. Yeah. But luckily, they still got their point across. Sure. Is there a Pulitzer for iTunes reviews? Because those people deserve it with oh, an insight like that. They sure do, don't they? Yeah. They've certainly had waiting their whole life to say it. Yeah. And they've chosen to take it out on um, uh, average size podcast. Uh, <laughs> never not funny. Yeah. Yeah. He's um, got a green screen now. We do have a green screen for <laughs> uh-huh. the uh, for our uh, web series, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that's pretty good. So you think I deserve those reviews then? Yeah. All right, that makes sense. <laughs> no. No, those assholes got a green screen now? Take them down again. Yeah. But I've already written a poor uh, review that I think they're always not funny. Write it again. Sure, update it with new uh, slang. I, 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 that's an interesting thing. Is there something on the program that I would... Uh, well, you know what we did do is we changed early... Uh, not early on, but... Uh, uh, Richard Lewis was on maybe seven years ago, eight years ago, and uh, maybe six years ago. Could have been yesterday. <laughs> the point is this. He came on, and he politely sat out in the hallway while we were doing the uh, the ramp-up of the show in, uh, and um, because he was running late. And instead of coming in, he, he, he waved it off and said to our producer, uh, uh, who went out to chat with him, and uh, he said, uh, you know what, let him do the top, and then I'll come in and join him after the break. And... Uh, and then that's when I decided to not start having the uh, the guests there at the very top of yes, the show. Yeah, uh, it maybe it was maybe another few months. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was kind of a change that happened. Uh, you know, some would say for the better, some would say for the worse, mm-hmm. depending if you uh, <laughs> want to hear about my cats and coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Or hear uh, about something sad Garen posted on Facebook. Uh, that's uh... so yeah. So I so I have a mix, a very very complicated relationship with the nickname at this point. I think I like it. I think it's funny and it adds a fun tone to the show. You know, I mean, I think that you know it's a little bit it. You know, I think invites people to like make jokes about me, where it's like, oh, I'm you know. A fuck up or ineffective or something like that. But and you I, don't portray that. That's not how well, you come across. Nice of you to say, and I've certainly fucked up, Jimmy. We I all mean, have. We've all fucked Look up. Look at him. Look at him. I will. He's fucking up right now. Look at him. He's currently fucking up. Uh, so yeah, so there are things about it that I do like. There's things about it I don't like. Yeah. But um, you know, but I I I think if we stopped, it would it would it would cause a it would cause a rift. Okay. I, yeah. So. 
I'm just, just, uh, yeah, just trying to keep the ship steady. In the show or in the space time continuum? Space time continuum. Oh, I am right. worried that we would open up a End up door our moms to. Uh, no, fifty. Wow, what? that's the first thing. What? That's that the what? first thing. Isn't that what happens? Mom, in, fucking. Isn't that the thing about uh, what people say about? I was uh, worried Back about a, the Cth- future. a Cthulhu. Oh. Okay, I thought a Cthulhu would He's come. But he explained it with the Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Okay. Okay. So, All right. Because until yeah. you brought that part up, I didn't know why you brought it up. <laughs> well, not I mean, that I wasn't on board. Maybe yeah. your mom's not hot. My, <laughs> my mom's dead. You happy? Oh, geez. no. Oh. Um. So yeah. So, you know, in answer to your question, yes, I am quite happy. Yeah. Please focus. Yeah. Wasn't sure which question. <laughs> um, so, yeah, maybe, you know, I would be open to a nickname change if, you know, we uh, wanted to make it a, you know, if we wanted to make it a, you know, a source of conversation. Maybe we could, mm-hmm. you know, take a couple months, debate it on the show, do mm-hmm. a poll. I'm open to it, but um, but you know I think things are fine the way. They All are. right, if yeah, we're just, gonna status quo, just if, a question. If we no, were going to change our nip- nicknames, we might as well do a show with a reason. Yeah, to just do a new show, exist or yeah. listen to it. Mm. Like we've really poured a lot of our hearts into meaninglessness. Just empty, empty time filler. Mm-hmm. Just we've spent thirteen years now on this mm-hmm. show, plus five years on college radio yes. preceding that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Resolutely resisting giving an audience any any reason at all to listen to the program. Part of that is these alienating nicknames that are right up top. So a new listener hears and they say, "Why the fuck would they say that?" I hate this. Mm-hmm. And them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to type this into an iTunes review. Yeah. Because uh, you guys are very unliked. We are. We are not well liked, Jimmy. Right? We're, we're enemies of the people. <laughs> Which is why you <laughs> no. have a podcasting empire. Sure. <laughs> uh, an empire. Now, here's my other thing I was going to ask about Jimmy. the yeah. the, uh, the pre-intro. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? it was a pickup truck full of what? Uh, Satsumas. Which you brought to Podcastathon one year. You yeah. brought a... Uh, uh, you had stopped on your way into Podcastathon and brought us a, a, a basket full of them. Yeah, I and juggled I them on stage. Them. I juggled them on stage. That's I passed right. them out to the audience. Yeah, I had a great time with those Satsumas. Well, I enjoyed eating them after you used them as a prop. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you did because it's a great <laughs> citrus fruit. No, yeah, it's delicious. You like a, Sounds you like, like we're all in agreement. You like a citrus, Jimmy? I do. Yeah, I like a, a, a an orange. I like a, a tangelo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like a. Uh, How do you feel about a cutie? You know what? My wife and son love the cutie, and and if they're in the house, I'll have one. But I'm not. Uh, You're not going out of your way. For I, I like that they're easy to peel. That's mm-hmm. that, that's the oh, and yeah. pardon this use. That's the appeal of the sure. of the right. cutie. Is the if easy you can peel. get off that peel in one peel, right? You feel like you a goddamn like, super king. You know, you know who can do it, Ron Popeil. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Is that how we got the name? That's how we got it. <laughs> that's why he's named yeah. Ron Popeil. Yeah, yeah. He peeled Ron a Popeil. pope. Yeah. Live on television. Pope John Paul II. Just flayed him head to toe. Wow. Yeah. Just, you'd think that Sinead O'Connor ripping up the picture wouldn't have been that big a <laughs> no. deal. When did that happen? Well, a she's too famous. Ago. Popeil she's... just had the pocket fisherman. Sure. And right. uh, it's like, oh, here's that guy again. Here's yeah. the infomercial guy peeling the Pope. I'm out on cuties. You're yeah. out. You're not doing them anymore. To me, a cutie is always a lit. It's not that it's bad. It's just that it's a little disappointing. I don't it's get, not I hear you. as flavorful as I want it to be. It comes in an orange bag, so you can't quite tell how ripe it is. Mm. Sure, bag's uh, hard to see through. Uh, 
and and the appeal, I think a lot of the appeal initially was, well, it's great to see this adorable little citrus. It's named a cutie. Mm-hmm. You know, there's... Yeah. But the reality is that those little cups of cherry tomatoes that are called Lil Sweetums have so profoundly lapped cuties in the adorable. Mm. Have they? Lil Sweetums? They have not. They have not lapped it. Oh, I love a little Sweetum. They, they, but it, it hasn't. What lapped. are you eating? Big Sweetums? I'm going with the big Sweetums. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Dorn, what size Sweetums do you like? Uh, I don't like any tomato. Oh wow. Uh, so yeah. So... What about a tomato? What about pizza? Tomato sauce. Yeah, tomato sauce is fine. Ketchup. And a sun you know, I'll have a sun-dried tomato. Really? On a nice spinach salad, I'll have a sun-dried tomato. Are you a guy who drives a BMW in 1987? <laughs> That's right, baby. <laughs> I'll see you assholes at Spago. <laughs> um, Kiwi, strawberry, everything. <laughs> is this a sun-dried tomato with 80s fruit? Oh, yeah. Huh. I, I don't think there's a food product more 1987 than a sun-dried, sun-dried tomato. tomato? And I a kiwi know. strawberry flavored thing. Oh, yeah, that was very yeah. popular then. No question That's about that. That's a good snapple. Yeah. It's a good snapple. Yeah, now you take it. Uh, so, yeah, no, I, I I dislike tomatoes so hard that even even if something has a name like, uh, you know, Little Lil, Sweetums. Lil Sweetums, which is great. Um, but, you know, when it comes to Sweetums, I'll take that big Muppet any day. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's boy. fair. That's my favorite Sweetums, Sweetums is a fun Muppet. He comes in and yells something. They leave. He's sad because they left without him. Scared me as a kid, but I can watch him now because I'm a big boy. Yeah. I read chapter books. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see. I go to the potty by myself. Mm-hmm. And I have a bank account. Oh, Ooh. goodness. A little checkbook Got and a everything. a checkbook as well in 2017. Oh, yeah. 17. Your... Hang on, what year are we in? <laughs> How are we doing on time, guys? Is, we got two years to catch up on? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, that election last year really got us. Yeah. Huh? Good thing it was one year ago. Like, <laughs> why, why would I say 17? Why in my head would I say that? I'm sleepy. Maybe That's you're okay. bringing sexy back. Well, more than happy to do it. Sure. I guess you would be happy in 2017. Uh, Is that about right? When did that song come out? Man <laughs> You're a man without a hat. That's men with hats, right? Men yeah, without... exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were classic hit. Saw them in concert not that long ago. They what? Op- they opened. I'm not shocked with safety dance. <laughs> and, yeah. they close with. and they closed with safety dance. Yeah, yeah I think that's the right. And then five part. songs uh, in the middle. That is what. Wait, they did a- seven total songs. They were two part- of which were safety. They were part dance? of a package. Okay, that and is- you know what? It was the right thing to do. I've that's heard that truth. is what. Final Countdown band does with Final Countdown. Who are they, Jimmy? Europe. There you thank you. They Almost. do. They see. They don't need to do that. Say, I, I would say Men Without Hats does. Vanilla Ice does it with uh, mm. Ice Ice Baby. That one makes sense as well. Sure. If it, I were Vanilla Europe Ice, does not make sense to me. I'm opening with Ice Ice Baby. I'm closing with Ninja Rap. Yeah, right. The whole crowd is going apeshit. Go Ninja. Go Ninja. Go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then then he goes. And they, yeah. they all <laughs> exactly. go Exactly. You got that right. Thank they go, you. They go I'm home out of after here. having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer to be paid in cash. I've got a house to refurbish. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> sure. Um, got a guest appearance on Coolio's cooking show. <laughs> Does that exist? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, good for Coolio. Yeah, really? Coolio's not bad. You know, I heard. Yeah. Uh, I heard that I had general positive feelings about Coolio. I heard Gangsta's Paradise not? on the radio the other day, and I said to myself, "Hey, Coolio wasn't a bad rapper." Jimmy, what do you, how do you feel? I, I don't know why he became a cartoon so quickly. Yeah, I, I I found him, and I'm not a rap guy at all. Sure, but I really found him into like he was very good. I thought he was very good at that. Mm-hmm. And then when he all of a sudden became this 
cartoon in a square in Hollywood Squares. It's like, why, did, why, why is he selling out so quickly? He always had that haircut. I mean, there yes. was not sure. another direction for him to go. But when, you ha- when your haircut how about, is... How about stolen music? Once you, sit, <laughs> once you sit down in the barber chair and ask for the Medusa, right? Uh, then you are pretty much committed right. to the next step after making our hit record is Hollywood Squares. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'll take your word for it. Like maybe you know that trajectory better than I do. Also, uh, Jimmy, I think you and I probably share that uh, we would love to be in a square on Hollywood Squares. I'm I not that's Julio about... with a rap reputation. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing gang- Gangsta's Paradise mm-hmm. yeah. and then going, uh, well, I don't know, tamales? Yeah. <laughs> That was a really good Good circle against the square. Coolio impression. You know what I mean? It it doesn't. uh, For a second, I thought I was worried because I thought our guest was Jimmy Pardo. No, you. And I was like, Coolio is here. I I don't even know Coolio. How how did Brian book him? I pull off this skull cap, and Mm -hmm. out comes the snakes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> out come the snakes, his famous catch. Idiot, you said Medusa haircut. I know, I know. He said out, he said Medusa. I love it. I was yes ending your it. shit bit. I love it, Jimmy. I love it. Uh, do you guys want to hear about something fun I saw on the internet? Can't the other imagine day? anything worse. Yeah. Oh, oh go ahead. What should I do instead? Help me out. I don't know. I have this one thing. I would like to hear that. Do you want to hear about yes. it? Yes. I. The internet's been doing pretty good lately. Yeah. Wait, what? I'm sorry. Internet. You think the internet's been doing okay? Yeah, I mean, like, obviously, it's, a you know, mostly a fucking bummer. But that's, you know, mm-hmm. that's because the world's bad. So, the you know, the internet reflects the bad world. Stuff going and it's on, It's a yeah. bummer, but sometimes... It is the World Wide Web. It is the, there you go. There's a lot of good Baby Yoda stuff on there. Yeah, Baby Yoda's been fun. There's Maybe that we... English kid who yells at his parents. He's, like, two or three years old, and he g- gives his parents the business. Oh, I, haven't I haven't seen, seen that, that yet. So oh, about... that shit is gorgeous. What's he doing? Uh, he's he's explaining about Father Christmas to his parents. Uh, he's got he can't be more than four years old, and he's and he's angry about it. And he's but he talks like an English character actor. Okay, great. Uh, and he's and he's saying that he's not on the naughty list. He's he he says, no, I am not on the naughty list. But it's like a little tiny boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying no, Father Christmas has not put me on the naughty <laughs> list. And his dad is like off camera, and he goes like. Son, uh, behaving this way is what gets you on the naughty list. And the little boy's like, I am not on the naughty list. That is cruel. It's fucking great. Can't wait to see it. It's gorgeous. It is gorgeous. Have you seen seen the kitty cat that sounds like the southern lady? Well, hi. Well, hi. Boy, do I love it. Oh, well, hi. Yeah, I love it too, Jimmy. Oh, do I love it. I was was driving over here today, and I turned off the radio because I wanted to hear myself say, well, hi. Did you really? Yes. I love to say it. I love I love to watch it. I love to say it. I uh, I heard somebody just say well today in a conversation at the movie theater, and I went, well, hi. It's the greatest. Have you seen this, Jesse? A oh. cat says, well, hi. The Sounds way, good. The way his little head, because he looked out, and then the camera hits him. Well, hi. Yes. Oh, Can I just best. say, Judge John Hodgman listeners, send me a video of your pet talking like a southern woman. Yeah. It's the greatest. Yeah. I, just, I, I half expected to go. Want a Coke? Want Cokes? Want, Coke, Coke. <laughs> want a Coke? You want Can I get y'all Coke? You want a sweet tea? Well, hi. Well, hi. <laughs> well, hi. It's the greatest. So, yes, that's good. Baby Yoda's good. Almost time to wrap it up. A couple more weeks of Baby Yoda's fine, but maybe let's talk yeah, about- Yeah, we'll be done with Baby Yoda. Yeah, let's talk mm-hmm. about maybe wrapping it up, but it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun when Werner Herzog said that thing about how they asked him if he was intimidated to work with John Favreau because of all of John Favreau's hits, and Werner Herzog said, no, what movies has he what directed? What other films has he made? Oh. Yeah. 
I thought that was fun. uh, Yeah. So, you know, Werner Herzog having quotes in the media, lots of fun. Baby Yoda Yoda holding the soup. That's fun. Yeah. But I saw something that I feel like is not getting enough internet attention. Something that, Jordan. So this is something I'll take. I'm taping my phone out of my pocket here. So this is on the. So I like to. I have a couple of subreddits that I like to look at. Jimmy, do you look at Reddit ever? Not once. You've never looked at Reddit. No. I bet there's some stuff on Reddit you would enjoy. You know what happened with me? Uh, the first experience I had with Reddit was uh, people hating my show and oh, no. and full of anger. Sure. And I and I just I, I was I guess I was misled into being told that Reddit was nothing but people shitting on things and being angry. There are a lot of parts of Reddit where people are shitting on things and being angry. Uh, it's a real mixed bag. I guess maybe that happened in the Earwolf Reddit, which is has both positive and negative I see. people in it. Uh, but there are parts of Reddit that are full of good vibes. There I, is. Okay. I really like the slow cooker subreddit where oh. they all just talk about this one tortellini soup they like. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So there's – right. Exactly. I mean, it's a vast place. Okay. Part but, of the part so, of part of the World Wide Web. Not I've been a, misled. I guess is my point. No, I, but no, I don't think I don't think people are wrong. And I I, I have I have seen myself be shat upon on Reddit before. Mm-hmm. Not a good feeling. Yeah, it makes you want to cry. It makes you want to cry. The and the inter and the the you know the interface is difficult. Yeah, very so, challenging. So, so trying to boot up the negative comments about yourself can be hard. Yeah, it's like, hey, hey guys, uh, it's 2019. Can we get WYSIWYG? <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Hey. Uh, it's 2019. Get... It is. <laughs> Sorry, 2017. Thank you. Yeah, but oh Jimmy, my God. I thought can we, were we to the get future. WYSIWYG? I don't know what WYSIWYG is. I don't know what that means. Jordan, can we get WYSIWYG at all? I don't know <laughs> what you see. I'm assuming what it's you some get. like inner. Oh, okay. What you see is what you get. It's sure. like when you edit on a web page and you can just press bold and it looks bold instead of having to write in the tags. Oh, you want WYSIWYG? Yeah, I want WYSIWYG. <laughs> okay. Exactly. I was, Sorry, I was, Jimmy. I, I should have said it to begin with. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um. So there's a couple subreddits I like. Uh, are so it's kind of every, it's everything's very specialized. So Jesse, there's a, there's a slow cooker one. Yeah. There's an obscure media one which I like, which is oh. a great place to see a training video from 1985 that teaches you how to operate Chuck E. Cheese puppets. Oh yeah, I love that. I I'm a big fan of the VHS subreddit. Uh-huh. Uh Where people talk about their VHS collections like that's a thing. Mm. I'm into tortellini soup. Is there anything like that on there? Yeah, go 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 look at that slow cooker recipe. Oh, it's over there. Yeah. Okay, thank right you. There on r slash r slash slow cooking. Uh, but I'm also on the the punk subreddit for punk music. Punk music. Oh, well, you're a, a famous punk rocker, famous, of course. Notable punk rocker. Um, and you Jordan know, Vicious, you're called. That is that was the yep. I I told Sid he could use it, mm-hmm. and Kinda. then. He died. All right. Oh, geez. And you R. took it back. I took it. Well, I, I, we were. I was the. I was what was known as the Americans. I see. No. Also, you were the executor of his will. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I didn't kill him. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't kill him. Um, his mom. His mom bought him the heroin. Wow. R.I.P. Wow. Um. Anyway. So, but so the punk subreddit, you got. You got a video of the Clash on top of the Pops in 1979. That's a fun thing to watch. That's always going to be a good time. Uh, you got look at this, uh, look at this Descendant shirt I got at the Goodwill. That's yep. a fun thing to see. Okay. Sure. Here's a bad photo from an Against Me concert I was at. Yeah. Fun to see. Nothing wrong with that. Photos bad, but you know you could tell they had a good time. Yeah. You probably you can you get a good sense of how rocking it was. Sure. It comes through, comes through in the photo, but and then, but sometimes you will get into like a general political discussion. There will be you know stuff, po- political stuff that would come up, kind of that's adjacent to punk rock and the ethos. 
But sometimes on our punk, you get this. I'm just going to read right from the post. All righty. This is on the Punk Rock subreddit. All right. Reddit. Is this, this is on Reddit? Mm-hmm. On Reddit. It's a subreddit called Our Punk. Our Punk. Are there any punks out there who love their mom? <laughs> I know it's not very punk to love your mom, but I think my mom's the best. She probably won't see this. Actually, I know she won't see this, but I love my mom. That's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> it fucking rules. And the response to it, 282 comments. And mostly people saying, I love my, my mom. mom fucking rules. Great. It just... It should be that. Well, hi. Well, yeah. It makes me feel the same way. I don't know. That's I just wonderful. liked it, and I, you know, and it's, and I think the, you know, the, the, the stereotype about punk music—it's all about saying "fuck you" to your parents. But, but wasn't it saying "fuck you" to your parents at a certain age, and yeah. then you get a little bit older, and then you'll, uh, all right, I grew out of that, but I still like punk. Sure, my parents are great, and, right. and so are the Dead Kennedys. Yeah, they're all with everybody. Yeah. Anyway, I, I love everybody. I just well I, hi, well hi, like a cat coming around a oh, corner. So adorable. Anyway, so yeah, a lot of good stuff on there. God, I'd love to. I'd love to. I'd love to be a true punk rocker. What? No? You just don't love your mom enough. Just with a like with that kind of sassy attitude. You know how punk rockers are really sassy. They are. They're uh, always fresh talking. You're thinking of. You're thinking of Bette Midler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the original queen of punk rock. Right. The divine. Bette yeah. Midler. Sure, she's in X-ray specs. I don't know. Do you you play guitar, right, Jesse? I no. I I. Uh, I thought I saw you have a guitar in your office once. Is that possible? Nope. I oh. I did uh, for Christmas this past year. My wife got me a ukulele and ukulele lessons. I had never played a musical instrument. How did that before. go? You're still doing them? It went great. I'm not still doing lessons, but I can now kind of play I can I can play some songs on my ukulele. You can. And in the Judge John Hodgman shows, I have been singing songs. I see. And uh I found it to be very rewarding. It turns out that music can can really nourish the soul. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Music is the doctor, said the Doobie Brothers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did they say that? They did. That was the song, Brothers. Yeah. Music is the doctor. <laughs> is it a good Doobie Brothers song? It is not. They died J- of the flu. Jimmy, they, by the way. They are about to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, sir, and I won't have you talk like that. <laughs> I overheard someone talking about Yes? How could I fact, help? I, was, I have a question about the Doobie Brothers. Yes. I don't know if I can answer it. I'm not a, an expert on the subject. Are there... Is there a Doobie Brothers with Michael McDonald and Doobie Brothers without Michael McDonald? Yes, Michael McDonald joined them in the late 70s and then left the band to have a solo career. But on this next uh, tour, the 50th anniversary of the Doobie Brothers, uh, they are reuniting. And um, my wife uh, may or may not be receiving tickets for the holidays. Oh, Oh, romantic. I say that safely because you won't hear this because I'm not going to audio you. She cannot stand this show. One hundred percent kidding. Sure, no, I mean one hundred percent kidding. Would love would, to have Danielle on sometime. She yeah. would love to be on here. Yeah, there's no question. Just keep your fucking mouth shut about these tickets. Hey, I'm not. I'm about to spill the beans about the dubs, Jordan. I would never spill the beans about the dubs, Jordan. What if I? What, what if we do our famous recurring segment, Dube Beans? <laughs> well, we have to skip. We'll have to skip it. How can we get the through fans that? will be mad? How can the we get through that segment without spilling? You okay? We just have to. I, I've said too much. Spilling is an integral part of the segment. I've said too much. It's not called a crock of Dube Beans. Jimmy, which undisturbed? That's another Reddit sub, uh, subreddit, <laughs> yeah. right? You, which Doobie Brothers do you prefer and why? Uh, or maybe you don't. Maybe you're not that into. I like. I, I've seen the Doobie Brothers in concert many times, uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing them with Michael McDonald because I've never seen that. But I like them with Michael McDonald for this reason. Yeah. Uh, you get about five more hits. 
Okay. Yeah. In the concert, five more songs that they weren't doing because nobody really had the Michael McDonald voice. Something, At least at times I've seen them. Maybe they were doing those songs other shows. But Something that I admire about the great Jimmy Pardo mm. is you get out the house. You get out there and you go to a show. Yeah, I like going to shows. Jimmy's out there going to shows. He's going to shows for his favorite bands. Uh-huh. Certainly. You're going to see Jimmy up out at seeing the Chicago Transit Authority. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They've changed their name, by the way. Uh, they, they dropped <laughs> that. not. Uh, Chicago Transfer Authority is how I know them. Uh, they, uh, Transit. Transit uh, Authority. They, uh, they dropped that after the first album, and they just released their uh, uh, 33rd. I'm kind, of, <laughs> I'm kind of into the early like stuff. The first mm-hmm. album. Sounds like you're into the first well, one. <laughs> yeah, okay. well, the early stuff before they mm-hmm. before they sold out and dropped the dropped that commercial. Uh, yeah. They, well, the city told them to. Yeah. Uh, I, I really wish they were still but Chicago. But they were fine with just being not... Chicago? The city was fine with just Chicago. <laughs> well, they didn't, they didn't own that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, makes sense. You know, Jimmy, yeah. them rolling over for the city like that makes me wonder if they're really as punk rock as they claim to be. They don't claim yeah. to be at all. <laughs> they don't, they've never once claimed to be punk kind rock. Kind of what yeah. Chicago's no, deal is. Like no, not sold once. Out. Not, like, not once. You know, Jimmy Pankow double birding. Richard Daly is, is sort uh, of the reputation of Chicago. Uh, you know, I, I could actually see him doing that uh, now that I think about that. So maybe they are punk after all. Which incarnation of the Doobie Brothers says the song that goes, That's pre-Michael McDonald. Okay. That's the one I like. That's China Wait, Grove. There's China Doobie Grove. Brothers before and after Michael McDonald? Yes, I just explained all this. Were you looking at fireworks? Yeah. <laughs> I must have been. Yes. Did Michael McDonald ever sing lead for Santana? No, he did not, Or sir. Tower of Power? No. There were a lot of bands in the mid to late 1970s who had hit records with a, just a rotating cast of lead singers. Yes, yeah, Santana being one of them. That was a great yeah. example. And I, Tower of Power, I think, was also a pretty solid example. Oh. Tower of Power had several lead singers mm-hmm. and hits with multiple lead well, singers. Well, they didn't really have the hits like a Santana did. Okay. but I, I didn't say they were directly comparable in scale, did James. He, not? He, said the, that, he said the exact thing, thing Jimmy. He's backpedaling because <laughs> yes, he's he is. scared. Yeah. He's backpedaling because he's scared. Oh, my God. Look at those fireworks. Oh, don't try to change the subject. I don't believe there's fireworks, by the way. Every I time I look over, they're gone. Not guess, even a remnant. I guess there's a modern example now. Where you're like, oh, that Bruno Mars song. We're like, oh, that's a Mark Ronson song featuring Bruno Mars. Anyway, oh, yeah. I'm that's just saying, true. Mark Ronson is a, is a good example. Is that a good? Is that the? That's the guy that is does. he the yeah. is he the current Santana? He's got a song. Yeah, he's sort of the Santana of our time. Okay, just ask. Mark me. Ronson is known as the Santana of our time. I would say because of his signature guitar tone, right? <laughs> and he was only 18 at Woodstock. Yeah, Mark Ronson was only 18. Oh, that's fascinating. When he went on stage at Woodstock. Plus, he's got those signature, signature shoes they sell at Macy's. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Too. Ooh, wait, what shoes do they sell at Macy's? Carlos Santana shoes. He's got a line of shoes? He has a, not only does he have How a line they? of shoes. So speaking of Reddit, so there is a subreddit called Goodyear Wilt that mm. is for shoe ner- men's shoe nerds. Mm. Uh, they're really invested in high-quality men's shoes. I see. And uh, a, a Carlos Santana for Macy's brand of shoes is like one of the cheapest shoes that you can buy that has a real... Goodyear Welt, which is one of the ways that the top, the top and and sole of shoes, the upper and sole of shoes, are sewn together rather than glued together. Okay, uh, you can get them on sale for like fifty bucks. But they're are they a nice shoe? Mm, I, for a if you're 
If your priority is for them to be Goodyear welted, but you don't want to spend more than fifty bucks, yes. I, okay, I don't. I don't necessarily it's know if I need my shoe that particular uh... set of ifs. Okay. But mm-hmm. yeah, Carlos Santana's doing okay for himself. Yeah, he's fine. Plus, he's got that uh, lonely, uh, lonely island song. I almost said lonely planet song. He's got that lonely island song where E forty pretends to be him and does a rap. Oh yeah, yeah, that's really fun. Fun. It's about his wine, Santana DBX. Uh. Jimmy, something I learned yeah. from watching your web series. Yes, how can I help? Jimmy's Records Tapes. Thank you for watching, by the is way. Is that you are a fan of the third Halloween movie, but don't consider it canon. Um, <laughs> I do love the third Halloween movie. I think it's terrific, but I don't think it's part of the... Uh, uh, I, I understand what they were trying to do. They thought they would branch out and just put the Halloween name on things and then start doing different stories. Yeah. People didn't care for that. And so then here comes Mike Myers back for number four. Jesse, have you seen uh, Halloween 3 Season of the Witch? Yeah, of course I have. Dozens of times. Well, Jordan. then let's all sing the song then from the commercial. It's four more days till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Four more days till Halloween, Silver Shamrock. Almost. <laughs> Almost. It's a, it's fuck. How I watched only watched Halloween three this year. I know it yes. was kind of a famous what the fuck movie. Mm-hmm. And I watched it this year. It Did on, you enjoy it? It's on the HBO. I loved it. I had a blast. It is. It's so I, I would love weird. for them to remake that movie with uh, high quality um, production production values, values because yes. it's it it doesn't look great, but the story's really good. That song gets stuck in your head. Yeah. Um, it's supposed- is that a song in the movie? It's a commercial for the mask yeah, company. It hit it. What the the. So it in the world of Halloween three, the biggest thing, the biggest product in the world is a normal looking pumpkin mask that is not weird at all. Wait, mm. so what's the premise? Uh, let's backtrack just okay. briefly. Yeah, what's the premise of the of the canonical Halloween films? Michael Myers is a stab guy who goes around stabbing, and he wears it like a hockey fix. Yeah, he wears. No, no, no a... he does not wear a hockey. That that's uh, oh, Jason. The that's uh, Jason. Jason. Oh, jeez, what does Michael Myers do? Uh, he he wears Where's a William Shatner mask. William Shatner mask that has oh. been. Hmm. They based his, they based the mask on William Shatner's uh, uh, Halloween mask. His face, yeah. Got and it. then uh, so he wears that, and then uh, he goes around as uh, Jordan said, stabbing people. Yeah. So the third Halloween movie is nothing to do with it. Nothing, nothing to at do all. with that. Nothing. It's about a pumpkin mask that turns your head into bugs. Yeah. Oh. Because a mask company stole a piece of Stonehenge. Oh, and they want to take over the world. Yeah, they sure do. Anyway, how big a piece? Just a slab. That's all you need. One slab. of the slabs. One of the slabs. Yeah, kind of like you know, like a euro. Like you, sli- you sliver yes. that off. You oh. slice it off. That's what they did. Oh, like if you were like if you were removing al pastor from its spit. Yes, I say. Similar process, but that with makes Stonehenge. a lot more sense. Initially, I assumed that that they simply removed an entire. Slab from the Stone Age no. structure, which seems like a big lift, literally and metaphorically, mm-hmm. for a mask company. They did not do that. But I could see a mask company having a stone worker on staff who could shave it off Euro style. It may have really just been like a, a pebble. Yeah, sure. But I, I liked the imagery of it, them slicing off a little bit of it. Is it possible that it was just a Euro? They were just. It was, oh Jesus! You know I haven't done a deep dive in the movie. This possible? Yes. I, you know I see it. I so I saw it. I've probably seen it the most recently. You have. Yeah. There's no I question. Saw it this year, and uh, yeah, I think it you is. You think it could be a euro after N- all? No, I don't think it is. I'm holding out for a euro. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. This is a little segment we call the art of the deal. <laughs> sure. Do we call it that? Yeah, we should so. probably change it. Yeah. yeah but, you know. It seems to be bad to thoughts when it comes to that associations. Yeah. We're doing We're what not, we can. Not We're doing what for. we can here. Have we done this much time? Yeah. Okay, let's take a break. We'll oh. be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> Jordan Jesse Go, I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Trader. Jordan Morris, boy detective. We're going to Sketch Fest, Sketch Fest there in San Francisco town. We're yes. Going to Sketch Fest. <laughs> Oh, oh, is that uh, Graceland? Yeah. Yeah, in San Francisco town. Yeah, San Francisco town. That's yeah. my famous tuneful singing. Beautiful. And my world, great song parody work. Uh, sure, and your world music influence, too, shines through. Yeah. Well, I got that South African guitar. Sure, you got Ladies with Black Mombazo on there. <laughs> sure, why not? Uh, yeah, San Francisco Sketch Fest. We're going to be there January 15th, 8 p.m., Punchline Comedy Club. Special guests. Yes. First of all, a cassette tape of High Life songs that someone lent me. <laughs> high Life songs? Yeah, that's the kind of African music that uh, got uh, that uh, influenced Paul Paul Simon. Paul Simon got really excited about. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So that tape will be there. That tape will be there. Uh, plus, and Tony Hale, the great Tony Hale, is going to be back. He was on our Sketchfest show last year. Of course, you know him from Veep. You know him from Arrested Development. You know him from being all cartoons. Uh, the voice parts of them, anyway. That guy's fucking Forky. He's Forky. You don't want to miss out don't on don't miss Forky. Forky in a hundred and twenty-five seat fucking comedy club. Yeah, uh, but it's not just Tony Hale. We got the great Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment on Public Radio. Glenn is a fucking delight, and this guy has gone through more crazy ass shit. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could instead of. Doing our normal show involving, you know, writing a game, writing jokes, doing all this different work. Mm-hmm. We just, before we first, we bring Tony on. Mm-hmm. We say, Congratulations on having 7,000 Emmys sure. and being, being universally forky. beloved, and of course, being Forky. Uh, and then we'll bring Glenn on and we'll just be like, Hey, Glenn, what's some crazy shit that's what happened the, to sure. you? Sure. What's the ninth craziest thing that's happened to yeah, you? Yeah, he'll just do two hours and we'll wrap it up. Yeah, and uh, of course the uh, Pete Fields, singer-songwriter Pete Fields will be there, but old buddy of Jesse's who's in yeah. uh, some beloved country rock bands, uh, Slow Motion Cowboy and Trainwreck Riders. He'll be there to do some songs. Yeah, brand new Trainwreck Riders album on the on the horizon. I've known I've known Pete Fields. I was two years old. Wow. Two, this many, two. Nice. He's holding up two fingers, folks. Two. It's true. Two years old, I've known Pete Fa- Pete, Pete Fields. Uh, hey, and I'll also be at uh, Sketchfest doing the um, uh, one of the guests on the Talking Simpsons podcast. That's that uh, be fun. January fourteenth, eight p.m. Tuesday night, eight p.m. January fourteenth. Uh, the Piano Fight main stage. Uh, I'm going to join the host there and uh, talk about the Simpsons, which is something I love to do. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to be on Judge John Hodgman at the Castro Theater. I don't know whether we will be able to get the organist from the Castro Theater to come. We got him once. We didn't get him one other time. Well, uh, I guess it depends on if he's organing elsewhere. He's a nice, fussy organ-type man. <laughs> sure. Uh, one and would hope. When he plays uh, San Francisco, open your golden gates. Mm. One of the great, one of the great experiences you can have as a San Franciscan is to go to the Castro Theater and hear him on the mighty Wurlitzer, mm. San Francisco, open your golden gates. 
the mighty pipes of the Wurlitzer playing resounding across yes, the room. Yes, love see. those pipes. Ah, oh, gorgeous pipes. I love it. Love those pipes. SFSketchFest.com. And, uh, hey, we still got some T-shirts for sale, huh? Yeah, MaxFunStore.com is where you can find them. I just got my table T-shirt in the mail. Yeah, we have uh, we have Bart Simpson Always Has Table, mm-hmm. featuring Bart Simpson's famous rideable table. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> And uh, and also Prank Bear T-shirts. Uh, Prank Bear, a famous uh, recurring bit uh, that neither of us remember the origin of. Uh, somebody told me that I undersold uh, the Prank Bear T-shirt. I said it looked like a shirt that you would get at a national park store. Mm-hmm. I would say that maybe I undersold it, but maybe the shirts at national park stores are better than people would presume they are. Oh, well. Because I've been to one. I went to one in Sequoia National Park not long ago, and I was impressed with the quality of the merchandise. I ended up buying myself a hat. So, hey, if you're out there, uh, maybe maybe visit your national park and, uh, you know, visit the gift shop, too, while you're there. You know, I'm looking at this list of stuff. There's still a Destroy the West t-shirt. Oh, yeah. There is uh, probably my favorite shirt we've ever made is the Tuppy's Tattoo t-shirt. Ah, the Tuppy's Tattoo. Uh, We got the America's Radio Sweetheart Boy Detective and Blank Mm -hmm. t-shirt. There's even some full short t-shirts in there. What? Yeah. So many shirts. uh... There's posters. There's coins. All at MaxFunStore.com. And uh, if you got somebody on your list who is not a Jordan Jesse Go listener, which Mm -hmm. seems weird, why would you? Yeah, don't. Associate with any any kind of of relationship with that person. This is like pretty much the end of the road for uh, getting something awesome from the Put This On Shop for Christmas. So go to putthisonshop.com and use the code Tuppies for free shipping on. I got some, you know, do you remember how the other day you were just saying, Jesse, you should get some uh, dog breed pins from the 1920s? Wasn't me. Little pins with pictures of dogs and their name of their breed? That was not me. From about 100 years ago? Sounds like a fine thing to do, but it was not me. Antique pins. Well, you were talking about the flags of the world pins where like the Czech Republic or- I was not talking about that. Weren't you saying that you wanted some gold Asprey cufflinks? No. Some solid gold Asprey cufflinks? It's not me, but- Is that not you? No. It was a guy who looks like you. Maybe. I don't know. I was talking to Brad Pitt. Might it have been Brad Pitt? Uh, No, it doesn't look anything like me. He looks a lot like you're both very handsome. No, it's, I mean, in different ways. Well, you both got highlights in your hair. He's movie star handsome, and I'm- You do uh, a lot of swimming. And I'm doing a lot of swimming. Yeah. Put this on shop.com. Use the code Tuppies. MaxFunStore.com for all your Jordan Jesse Go gifting needs. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jimmy Pardo, best detective in the room. Wow. He sure is, folks. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know that. And I'm threatened by it. You Sorry. Know what my, but speaking of nickname, you know what my nickname Please. was for years? The Shooter. The Shooter. And uh, it being 2017 and all, <laughs> that, is, uh, <laughs> that is not the best nickname to have anymore. I would say maybe you could bring it back around 2019. You think so? Just I don't wait know. wait for this stuff to cool off. You think it'll wait cool down? all this stuff to cool down. Yeah. yeah. I think things are headed in a cooler direction. There's uh, no doubt about that I here in our so. great nation. That's all I can hope. <laughs> I hope so. 2017 has been rough. Yeah. Everybody's really chilling out here in yeah. America. I think 2019, and then I have some good feelings about 2020 being real You chill. think so? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, 2020. 
Hammocks, CBD, flip flops. Yeah, love it. Um, I'm looking forward to Doobie Brothers with and without Michael McDonald. No, 2020 is when uh, Michael McDonald's back. Okay, so that's good news. So yeah, he, certainly for America's collective chill. Well, for, for, for chilling out, you want to have Michael McDee's fine tones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm look. I'm not looking forward to the uh, the stories in 2021 uh, where the uh, headlines will all be. In hindsight, 2020 mm-hmm. was blah blah. Oh blah. wow, so, yeah. gonna be a lot of that. You're really heading that one off. At the I'm, I'm already Jimmy. mad about it. <laughs> I'm mad. 14 months in advance. Sure. <laughs> Start I mean, early. I mean, I mean, I mean uh, hang on. I mean, uh, uh, 12, 12, 36 yeah. months in advance. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, good math. Good yeah. Math yeah. on the fly there. Um, okay, so, so Brian, Brian has, has we've been talking videos. about viral vids. Yep. I want to hear now. I'm there is some concern here in the room. I'm not going to lie mm-hmm. that hearing a cat talk like a southern lady will be less impactful without seeing the cat's adorable face. Mm-hmm. I think it is, but, uh, but I still would like to hear it. I want to hear it too, to hear and it. then I'm going to say it out loud because I like <laughs> to say it and I like to hear it. Yes, I like to hear it and then say it. Go ahead, Brian. <laughs> Well, hi. <laughs> it's a little kitty cat. Well, when hi. the camera turns the corner, he gets caught and looks up and says, well, hi. <laughs> well, yeah, hi. that's pretty good. the greatest. I like that. Now, here's the little boy. But, Brian, can you show? You got it there on your computer, right? Lift it up and show them what the little boy looks Let's like. See the boy. He looks like, uh, he looks like a, uh, a parody of a little boy. Oh, my God, oh yeah. yeah. He's in a little... It is like little uh, like English school, school kid school uniform. Deal. Yeah. So let's take a listen to this. Play one. the boy. Looks like the twin boy from The Shining a little bit. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, no, Damien the, Omen 2 is what oh, okay. I, I, I'm going to go with. Normal boy. Swear. You are absolutely... That's why, you're, that's why you're on the naughty list. I swear. Trust me. Well, that's why you're on the naughty list, because, because you're being naughty right now. So you're going to be on the naughty list if you keep talking like that. Because you're being naughty, so you're on the naughty list. No, I'm not. I'm on the good list, actually. You're not, because you you're not, because you ain't being good. I am on the good list. If you keep saying that word again and again and again, I'm not on naughty list. Father Christmas rang me last night when I was at work yes. and said, "You better tell Jackson to start being a good boy, or he's going to stay on the naughty list and he won't get no presents for Christmas." That's what he said to me. So you've got to start being a good boy. You know, no, no, you won't do it. What? Punch him. Punch him. Spear him. Punch his beard off. <laughs> Punch his beard off. Silly, says. man. Wow. Well, trust me, I'm not on bad list. You're on the naughty list, mate. No, I'm not. Well, then be a good boy. He's gonna punch Santa's beard off. Punch it right off. Maybe it's maybe it's just having seen Harry Potter movies, but Uh it seems like to me all British children seem like they're about to cast a spell. (laughs) (laughs) To me, he seems like a tiny Ricky Gervais. (laughs) (laughs) It's like he's got kind of a dick about atheism. (laughs) Never brings it up, Ricky Gervais. Come on, never brings it up. I've never heard him mention his atheism. uh, He's hosting the Golden Globes. I'm predicting minute two. Yeah, sure. it shows up. You know, Jimmy, he's hosting the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. I'm worried he's going to give Hollywood a razzing. Oh, for that. Yeah. that you shouldn't watch because he mm-hmm. he's been threatening a little bit. That may happen. Is this guy going to razz Hollywood? He may. Le- by the way, for the last time, mm-hmm. he's not going to host yeah, it again. Right? Didn't he? T- Ugh, anyway, America wants him to host it so bad. We got to get him back. They're so tired of comedians and other funny people hosting this show, and they're ready for a razzing. Here it comes. 
A little razzle dazzle. We need it. We nice. need to be taken down a peg. Anyway, he's he's here from England to to destroy your Lord and Savior, <laughs> England, godless England. Yeah. Uh, how how often do you do the two of you? How often do you film your kids? Have you ever been Have you ever been tempted to film your kid and put the kid on the internet? My wife was interviewing my two and a half year old uh, earlier today mm-hmm. uh, because he was wearing my daughter's. Batgirl underpants mm-hmm. uh, and a uh, halter top swimsuit with the Batgirl logo on it, uh, plus some like rainbow horns, uh, and a, you know, like on a headband. Yeah. Uh, and he was explaining about why and how he was Batgirl mm-hmm. and that he was uh, not Gaga, which yeah. is a name he's generally known by in our, in our house. Okay. He's, 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 I, is Batgirl. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun looking at it was looking at a little kid and uh, uh, <laughs> looking at a two-year-old and an eight-year-old girl's purple underwear. <laughs> it was pretty hilarious. Uh, now, was he Barbara Gordon or Cassandra Cain? Oh, geez. I, I, that's what I was so upset Teresa get... didn't ask. She got the exclusive, and I'm like, have... I, she got the that's exclusive. what people want to yeah. know. <laughs> I don't know who Cassandra Kane is. Who is that, please? Oh boy, she was a she was a Batgirl in. Oh, I think she's back. I think she was a Batgirl in the '90s for a while. All right, uh, she's a, maybe a little bit of a darker, more because um, Barbara Gordon retired. Is that the what boy? Happened? Um, well, you're uh, you're asking for some DC knowledge that I might not have. This might have been when Barbara Gordon was Oracle. Barbara Gordon was paralyzed and became Oracle, who was mm. kind of this computer whiz who looked over Gotham. And I think there were oh. alternate Batgirls around that time. One I of see. which. Being Cassandra Kane. They were in Don't my, yell at me online. They were in my Batman video game, and I was quite confused. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I was um, Batmaning around, and then there was this other, there was several Batwomans, and one of them was, yeah, I was really baffled. Uh, yeah, Batman was like, video hey, game brings we, in a lot of stuff. Can we focus on Firestorm the Nuclear Man, Thank please? <laughs> yes, everyone's favorite DC character. <laughs> yeah. Well, besides Mr. Mitsopitalik, well, who my son was for Halloween last year. Wait, your really? son was Mr. Mitsopitalik? Yes, he was. Your son is a very advanced nerd for a, how old is he, 11? 12. 12? But he was 11 with that costume. Yeah, that is some very advanced geekery to be a Mr. Yeah. Mitsopitalik at age 11. He walked around Comic-Con, and every adult thought he was uh, the greatest costume in the world. This year, he was Plastic Man. Oh. Had hey. the exact same hey. response. <laughs> the adults love it. He's really... He's really out to impress Art Spiegelman. Yes, I don't know who that is, but okay. He's Who's the, Art Spiegelman? He's the question. He's the author of Mouse, the famous uh, Pulitzer winning or whatever. Does your son know these characters from DC oh, yes. Comics? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, interesting. He knows them all, and then uh, he makes his own costumes, and uh, he's very proud of them, and will, they look great. Will he be yelling at me online later for getting some Cassandra Kane stuff Not wrong? Not necessarily for this, but probably that long uh, Ellen story. Yeah. <laughs> loves Ellen. Loves, yeah. Uh, loves, loves her. Yeah. He hates James Corden. She's just trying to add a little bit of warmth to the world. That's it. Mm-hmm. Help people be nice to each other. Ellen DeGeneres. We've got some calls. Do you want to take them? Yeah. When something momentous happens to you, our listener, we ask you to call us, 206-984-4FUN, or mail us a voice memo, jjgoatmaximumfun.org. Jimmy, you have something to say? I was going to say, in fairness to Jordan, the reason the Ellen story went out so long is that uh, I interrupted it 7,000 times. I interrupted it 8,000 times. No question. Okay. Let's hear a call. 
Jordan, Jesse, distinguished guest, this is Cody here, calling in with a momentous occasion that occurred to me in New York City early this summer, uh, early summer, late, late spring. Anyway, we had this uh, mouse in our house. Pause in the Upper this, West. Brian. Thank God he's pinpointing this. Because <laughs> at first he said early summer, and I was like, this sounds a little bit more like a late spring story. Oh, you thought so? Then I thought he it was clarified that it was really on the lemon between the two of them, right. and I, okay. I'll admit I was not listening to the first part because I was looking on Wikipedia to see if I got that Batgirl shit wrong. How'd you do? <laughs> I, get him. I did good. I did good. Okay. okay. Yeah. I didn't uh, do a deep dive. I'm sure I got some things wrong, but the, uh, the you know, brass tacks. Okay. I was right to say firestorm the nuclear man for no reason. No. Right? Uh-uh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Get ready for a thrashing okay. from Oliver. No. Oh, my someone. Has he thought about being firestorm the nuclear man? That has not come up. No. Okay. His hair is like a wisp of fire. Mm. Goes up from his I don't head see. Like I don't see him doing wigs. One of these. I don't like, think. I don't see him doing wiggery. Yeah. Not a wig. I can not see, a wig I can see him doing guy. a wiggery. Mm-mm. I could. I think he would love to have artificial hair. I don't, but I don't see. But he makes his costumes. So I don't see him doing that. Vandal I mean, Savage. I don't know who that is. A caveman who lives forever. All right, I'll talk to him about it. Yeah, I'll, I'll get his thoughts. <laughs> okay. That's all I can do. Yeah, I, we understand you're only his representative here on Earth. I am not, and and again, I don't know a lot about uh, <laughs> these uh, topics. Okay. Well. They're unimportant. <laughs> yeah, don't learn about them. Yeah. <laughs> be done. I don't Jimmy, like that I... I haven't. <laughs> not, nope. I don't like that I know what I do. No. Anyway, Brian, sorry. ...side in our apartment, and I've been trying to catch him for about three months. Anyway, we had this uh, mouse in our house in the Upper West Side in our apartment, and I've been trying to catch him for about three months. Uh, we eventually named him Steve. He's one of those cute little mice, you know, like a little field mouse or whatever, not like a big New York City rat... So we weren't, like, terribly concerned about him, and he'd only show up every once in a while, and then he'd disappear for a couple weeks. Anyway, we eventually decided to catch Steve, and I wanted to use a live trap because uh, sticky traps seem aggressively cruel, and because they die slowly. But then, like, the snap tracks also are kind of gross and messy, and I didn't want to kill the mouse because he was adorable. So uh, eventually, after trying for a couple months to catch him, we finally caught him. Uh, we caught him using fresh mozzarella, so that Steve was a real foodie. He rejected cheddar and peanut butter and various other oh, attempts to bait him. Anyway, so I got this live mouse in this little trap, and I'm like, well, I got to do something with him. Um, I'm not going to kill him. So uh, I decide to go let him go in Central Park. And I live, you know, between Riverside Park and Central Park and the Upper West Side. So it's a little closer. Central Park was by a hair. Uh, so mostly out of laziness. Um, and I get to Central Park, and it's a beautiful spring, late late spring, early summer day. You know, the birds are chirping. It's the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. There are people out. Mm-hmm. Uh, people having fun in the park. Sure, uh, sure, a real sure. Saturday in the park situation on like a Tuesday. And um, you know, uh, so I go find this bush right on the side of the uh, side of the park, and I'm like, I'm going to open that little cage up. He's going to run under the bush. Bam, free to go. Have a nice life, Steve. So I open up the box, and I um, and I kind of kind of jiggle him out of the box because he doesn't want to leave. And instead of running underneath the bush, he darts right out into the open field, right where all the people are, right where all the stuff's happening. And I swear to God, within 15 seconds of being released, one of the Central Park Hawks swooped down, picked him up, and flew off into the distance. Ah. If I hadn't seen it with my own eyes, I never would have believed it. So uh, that's my momentous occasion. I um, effectively, I guess, killed a mouse via predatory hawk on accident. All right. Hope you guys are having a good day. Bye-bye. Saturday in the park, a mouse got eaten by a hawk. <laughs> yeah. I have some 
notes about the structure of that story. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, when does the mouse save the cat? Right. You got to save the cat. Yeah. Save the cat. I zoned out. What time of year was the story based? <laughs> uh, 2017. Oh, thank you. 2007. A simpler time. Ah. We're bringing sexy yeah. back. Sexy back. We're Shamrock. Anyway, it's all the songs we've talked a about. A lot of fun. You know, growing up, uh, uh, yes, I Jimmy. grew up in hometown Illinois, uh, and we had a, uh, for a little, uh, for one winter, there was a mouse in our house, mm-hmm. and uh, it didn't seem to bother us, but if a mouse was in my house today, I would probably burn to the ground and move. <laughs> but when I, as a kid, it, did, it was like, oh, there's a mouse. Oh, what it's are you fun. Doing? Yeah, you like want to see the mouse. Yeah, you do. It's exciting. But now, literally, if it's like, there's a mouse, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, I would have somebody there, like, at two in the morning, I would pay whatever price that guy needed to be paid to get yeah. it out of there. I think if a, my feeling about it is, if a mouse was in my house... And I just once every month or so saw it scamper somewhere. Yeah, wouldn't bother you. I would probably be okay with that. I wouldn't be nuts about it, but I'd be okay about it. But the reality, I think, is that when such a creature is in your home, it lives inside your walls and scratches Count Cask of Amontillado style. Uh-huh. And that... That terrifies me on such a deep level to have an unidentifiable scratching coming from inside your walls. Mm-hmm. It, that is the situation in which I would, you know, toe to tip, burn down my house. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no question. Do you think this guy was doing all these details to like New York neighborhood brag a little bit? Like, yeah, oh, Upper well, West Side. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know enough about the geography. What, of New why York. else would it And happen? I don't like it when people try and explain it to me. So I'm not going to learn yeah. about this. Mm-hmm. But I wor- I worry that this was just a little bit of I'm laying out this geography so the other New York people will know to that clarify, I'm close to the good cheesecake or whatever. To, to clarify, Jordan, you take the BQE to the major oh, major, major oh. Dugan. Oh. And of course you're yeah. gonna you're gonna want to we we're gotta worry about the, of this. We are just the bridge and tunnel yeah. crowd That's is true. of course gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Oh, Go ahead over to the coming. head over to the grove. You head over to the grove. Turn <laughs> turn right at the American Girl store. Uh-huh. <laughs> get right on the trolley and get yourself a cupcake. As a reminder, Jordan, yes. I was once at the Grove. I've, to- I've been telling this story since the Grove opened. Let's hear it. The, uh, the uh, For those that are not in the know, the Grove is an outdoor mall. Right. And the trolley goes about a total of maybe 100 yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to be clear, when you say for those who are not in the know, you mean yeah. for people for whom this is the first podcast they've ever heard <laughs> yeah. in their entire yeah. life. Yeah. Uh, but they may not know about the trolley. Yeah. So the true. trolley starts at uh, the farmer's market and it goes to Nordstrom. And again, Then maybe, continues on to Mickey's Toontown. Uh, <laughs> but about 100 yards. Yeah. Um, I heard a uh, human being say, uh, I, I hope I can get this right, uh, when, when it was stopped, uh, does the trolley go all the way to the Barnes & Noble? <laughs> and the Barnes & Noble transfer? is about 14 feet yeah. from where that was. The Grove's not a big place. No, it is not. Yeah, You're it's... not really taking the trolley to get through the mall. You're taking it because it's fun to have a child on your lap. Sure. And hey, isn't this fun? You can wave. That's it. Do some waving. I've yeah. got an appointment at the American Girl store. Good for you. Oh, yeah? January 3rd, Kirsten, who belongs to my daughter Grace and Grace... Gonna head over there, and they're gonna get matching pajamas. That's great. Okay. Yeah. Now, do you need to? Does that need to be done in person? 
Uh, yeah, I think that's going to be an in-person thing. You got to get the sizing right. Right, it's all part of that American Girl world, right? Isn't that part of it? Is part of the the experience experience there? And my uh, my uh, joy is, I think it's great that Mm -hmm. my daughter has a toy that she likes to nurture. Sure, I think that's really sweet. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Kirsten once belonged to my wife Teresa. Mm which is really lovely. So I think oh. that's really great that there's this inter- intergenerational connection between the two of them. Um, uh, my concern is that I am entering into a nightmare from which I may never escape, which is things about the world of American Girl dolls. Mm, sure, yes. It's complicated. Uh, my sister had some American Girls, so I kind of uh, saw it from the side. Samantha, I believe. It's a who toy I think was a pickpocket who died in the Black Plague. Yeah. I don't think that was her backstory. <laughs> Something like <laughs> just that. Just picked an era. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Uh, yes, I think that is a. I think it is a. Is a. It's a. It's a toy line where there is a lot of stuff. I think you can buy them campers. Yeah, yeah. I think it's as at a certain point, and by which, by the which you mean camper brand shoes. Sure. Or uh, yes. Or camper van Beethoven. Camper van Beethoven. Yes. Yeah. Are those just... Goodyear uh, based or whatever? Uh, yeah, those are Goodyear welted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's... Nope. It's Blake Rapid. Now that I think uh, about okay. it. Well, you know better. Yeah. Again, mm. I avoid Reddit. Uh, actually, it's Cracker. <laughs> seems offensive. No, it's no, the, no, the it's Camper the Van Beethoven became, became after Cracker. Ah. A couple guys from Camper Van Beethoven started Became Cracker. cracker. Yeah. yeah. Good to know. Had some bigger hits there. Yeah, I think so. Uncle Cracker? Was that a thing? Had the one hit? Yeah, Hard different band. Say. Anyway. Uh, yeah, Camper you, Van Beethoven are from Santa Cruz, aren't they? They are, so it's pride of, pride of Santa Cruz. There's not a lot of things from Santa Cruz where we went to college, mm-hmm. but the things that are from there, they'll let you know about yeah, them. Sure. Yeah, Surfing. So, sure. The Lost Boys was filmed there, and now I'm sure it's all us talking. The Lost the movie, Boys, us. the, uh, the, uh, the Corey Feldman. Southern? The Corey, well, I call it a Corey Feldman joint. Uh-huh. Uh, so, <laughs> that's because yeah. Corey Feldman wrote, wrote produced, wrote, and directed produced it. and direct, yeah, that's what I mean by joint, of course. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, uh, so yeah, that was filmed in Santa Cruz. One uh, of the few Santa Cruz things. I see. And they are very- Jason, uh, not Gedrock. Is it Jason Gedrock? Jason, what's his name? Durillo. No, the star of the movie, Jason Patrick. Jason Patrick. Oh, sure, yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I was kind of just Tourette'sing in my own That's head. That's okay. I apologize. I forgot we're still recording. Uh, but yes, okay. one of those things is Camper Van Beek. Oh, Jason Patrick! Look at that fireworks show. Damn it. <laughs> Every time I turn around, it's gone. Uh... <laughs> Anyway, well, uh, yeah, so I think you right, and I think right. I think it's probably easy to keep the American Girl stuff from the kids, unless you know maybe there's a website or a book that has a catalog in it or something. Catalog came to our house the other day. Uh, well, yeah, my daughter got out the big black marker to mark off what she needs. Sure, for which, Kirsten, got I mean, you don't want to. I mean, she needs it, but also Kirsten needs it. I know. Kirsten needs a camper. Yeah, so apparently she needs a fucking platinum necklace or something. You know. I guess I mean. You know, she's an American girl. Yeah. Is uh, hoping like you would great, start singing, start, starting to sing Estelle the Tom Petty song. Out of respect for him, because I understand he's going to die soon. Yeah, um, that's right. In here in 2017, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I don't want to do that. He's go I don't want to jinx close it. to Prince and Bowie, and it's going to be a bad mm-hmm. year. And yeah, can I ask you a question again? Off Please. completely off topic. Yeah. Speaking of shoes, why do you guys both uh, cover the ankles with your shoes? Why do you guys both have it? A... It's autumn. It's I autumn. See. It's yeah. great time for boots. Nice yeah. tumble boot. I see. All right, very good. Just asking. Yeah, I don't have a seasonal reason for doing it. I just kind of like these shoes. You like it? Comfortable. And I like the look of a like the look of a boot. Love it. Boots so. are the reason for the season. <laughs> no, that's Jesus Christ, Jesse. Oh, gee, not whiz. according to Ricky and Gervais. He, oh, wow. wow. I hope he doesn't eviscerate me at the globe. <laughs> oh, so let's take another call. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. Uh, I'm calling with a momentous occasion. 
I was at the grocery store today, and the Blitzkrieg bot by the Ramones was playing. So I was feeling festive and happy, so I started dancing. I was doing a little, like, hip-shaking, twisting action and, like, moving, uh, like, some knee bending that was kind of strange. I'm not a good dancer, and I don't normally dance in public, which is something about it. I was, I was going for it. And uh, I hear someone say from behind me, whoa, I thought you were pulling your pants up. And I turn around, and um, there's this elderly woman, and uh, she's just standing there pointing and laughing at me. Um, so, yeah, that's my momentous occasion. I was, uh, my dancing was made fun of in public by an elderly woman using a walker. She just, she held me. All right, thanks. Bye. Uh, I just want to say, yeah, contrary to what that caller suggested, I think it's very punk rock to love your mom. Yeah. Yeah. And the people of Reddit would agree. There mm-hmm. are a couple guys in there who didn't agree. Really? Yeah. Was there a couple guys in there who posted, fuck you, I hate my mom? There were a couple of, I had a bad childhood, which I think- right. Yeah, that's so, reasonable. So right, exactly. And I think Not a couple, everyone's you know, got a world-class mom. It, of course, absolutely. There's, there's good parents and bad parents and everything in between, and everybody's just trying their best. That's exactly right. Maybe the ones who aren't. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so there's some of that. Here's my personal story. But then there's just some of like, fuck this. This is not what I subscribed for. <laughs> for people who just who just want. Please post a blurry picture of fucked up. Yes, that's what we want. Yeah. Are there any x-ray specs B-sides? <laughs> that's what I'm here that's for. What... Uh, 206. It's just the one album. Two zero six nine eight four four fun. JJ go at maximumfun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Welcome back to Fireside Chat on KMAX. With me in studio to take your calls is the dopest duo on the West Coast, Oliver Wong and Morgan Rhodes. Go ahead, caller. Hey, uh, I'm looking for a music podcast that's insightful and thoughtful, but like also helps me discover artists and albums that I've never heard of. Yeah, man. Sounds like you need to listen to Heat Rocks. Every week, myself and I'm Morgan Rhodes and my co-host here, Oliver Wong, talk to influential guests about a canonical album that has changed their lives. Guests like Moby, Open Mike Eagle, talk about albums by Prince, Joni Mitchell, and so much more. Yo, what's that show called again? Heat Rocks, deep dives into hot records. Every Thursday on Maximum Fun. La, 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 la. Hey, we're Ben and Adam, and we're here to tell you about our Star Trek podcast, The Greatest Generation. Why should I listen to a Star Trek podcast? You may be asking yourself. Well, ours is actually good and funny. We joke around, we uh, we have a lot of fun, we talk about film production techniques that are used in Star Trek. We love to break down the stories and the characters, and we just have a blast while we're doing it. It's kind of like sitting around with a couple of buds, having a beer, and talking about an episode of one of your favorite shows. So go to MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to The Greatest Generation. Yeah, whatever you're using to listen to this, just have it find us and subscribe. 
Jordan, Jesse, go. Jesse Thorne. Trying it out. Just trying it out with no nickname here. I'll see how it feels too. Okay. Jordan Morris. Oh, it sounds great, guys. Yeah, you, li- you like it, Jimmy? I think it sounds great. Yeah, it sounds mature. Maybe this is the future. Shows grow, gentlemen. Hey, Shows hey, grow. Hey, maybe this is 2018. This is what? 2018. No, in, a new start for 2018 we'll, for you guys. Well, in, in 2018, we'll start doing it smart. this way. Very you know, smart. No nicknames. New year, new names. Yeah. This is a very grown-up, sophisticated show. It's not the same show you started 13 years ago, I'll tell you that. No, it's... You guys have all Now it knows grown. its Torah portion. <laughs> it's really... Right. Mm-hmm. It's here. It's ready to become a man. It's The show's even got a little... Hair where there wasn't hair before. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. You talk about the pubic area. I'm talking about the pubic area. Oh, no, I was talking about top of the feet. <laughs> oh, oh, so the show's a hobbit now. Yeah, <laughs> the show's a, an adolescent hobbit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it lives in one of those little yeah. houses, and it's like it's yeah, eats a couple breakfasts every day. Looks sort of like a hill, but it's also a house. Oh yeah, you know what I'm talking about, Jimmy. This is where hobbits live. Yeah. These are hobbits are these uh, these strange little men, but they're capable of great things. I see. They love adventure. Yeah. I, I saw the first movie, and that was plenty. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't read the books. Wasn't maybe for me. Not Jimmy Pardo's thing. Maybe From what is. I hear, maybe seeing the first movie might have been too many. Oh, no question. Yeah. One too many. Could have left halfway through it. I, and I think my wife felt the same, but neither of us said it. Mm. Uh, sure. Yeah. Well, that's why communication is important. Well, it is, but we uh, keep quiet during the movie because we have respect for the others around us. That's, that's and that's and that's more important than mm. communication within a relationship. Is yeah. respect for your community. That's yeah. right, mm-hmm. and common suffering. Right yeah. through yeah, the suffered, late period films of Peter Jackson suffered together <laughs> through a movie that's shot at a weird speed. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope you guys already have your tickets to Avatar two through five because yeah. I think this uh, this phenomenon of common suffering in uh, films made by filmmakers who have no one to say no to them mm-hmm. it's so, going to continue. Yeah, I see. I think this is what's holding your relationship together. Of course, your mutual love of your son Oliver. Yeah, and but your that, respect and admiration for each other. No, mostly it's that movie thing. Yeah, <laughs> I really think it's that movie thing. Yeah, it's probably the movie, yeah. movie thing. It's a, well, and give you us also, something to talk about. The two of you also love to hear Ricky Gervais give Hollywood oh, a good oh, razzing. You know, here's the thing. Okay, I do. I Please. think he does a great job in the in the monologue opening part of that. Yeah, it's the rest of it where he's telling you how crazy he is for having a right. beer. Yeah. Can you relate that? I had a beer. Yeah, great. Everybody's having a beer, you it's asshole. It's the Golden Globes. Who it's cares? the point of it. It's You're not the interesting. Drunk award show. Tell a joke somebody wrote for you, you prick. Yeah. I say prick because I think they say that overseas. They do. Yeah. Cunt as well. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Hi. Oh, good. Lord. Hi. Hi. Hi, Lord. <laughs> mm. Hi, Lord. Uh, sorry. It's sorry, me. mate. No one's listening. Uh-oh. Sorry, Hi. mate. Hi, Lord. Are you there? It's me, Margaret. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, Margaret. No one's there to take your call. <laughs> the calls to no one, Margaret. <sighs> yeah, anyway. Netflix will give me an infinite number of shows. <laughs> Okay. Well, we've had fun with that, huh? Two were great. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I thought well, so. One was great, one was good, I would say. Wait, which one was great? The Office. And then good was? Extras? Yeah. 
Yeah, there's some fun stuff. I like that. I like that part where David Bowie sang that mean song about him. That was funny. Mm-hmm. That, was that party scene. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. A lot of fun moments in that show. Yeah. I like that show. You have it a lot. And of course, a history of lying. <laughs> yeah, sure. And what was the other one, one of the greatest films in the history of cinema? Yeah. You know what I loved about that? It's elegant visual style. Oh, and how memorable it was. <laughs> we all remember <laughs> it. And I remember. I certainly about didn't it. struggle to come up with the name. Yeah. We all remember it. And, of course, it starred people who knew Ricky Gervais right. at the time. Oh, yes. People sure. who at the time were friendly with Ricky Gervais. Mm-hmm. Because they liked The Office so much. The Office is good. Uh, Jimmy Pardo, it's been a delight to have you, as it always is. It is a joy to uh, take my time out and drive down to the area. Jimmy... <laughs> I believe him. He's sincere. <laughs> Jimmy Pardo, I'll tell you what, America... If you're not listening to Never Not Funny, you'll have a great time doing that. Thank you. If you're not watching Jimmy's records and tapes on YouTube, you'll have a great time doing that. He's going to tell you about something that happened in 1986. Uh, in a few weeks. Yeah. What 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 was one of your top things that happened in 1986? Of course, the retirement of Davy Lopes. Of course, Davy Lopez. Yeah. Um, 86. Uh, I honestly I cannot remember what that episode is. We shot wow. these all back in August. Okay. So I don't remember What's what that, 86 like, is. Late summer. It's late summer, early fall, right in that yeah, area right there. In that, uh, right, right on in the there. line. I was closer to uh, Central Park than I oh, was to yeah, really. Right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Good. Uh, yes. And of course, Jimmy Pardo, <laughs> one of America's great stand up comics. If you have never had the chance to see Jimmy Pardo do stand up comedy, I'd say it's worth buying a plane ticket to see, but you probably don't have to because Jimmy's works across this great nation. I do like to crisscross this great land of ours, bringing joy to those otherwise mm-hmm. uh, void of it. You near a, a Zany's Comedy Club? Where? What are you? Uh, driving distance of Go Bananas in Cincinnati? Great club. Uh, you're ready to go to uh, Rooster Tea Feathers in great Sunnydale, club. California. You've named two great clubs. Jimmy Three, Pardo's going to be Zanies. there. Cockadoodle Doo. Rooster yeah. Tea Feathers. Worst name in. The, uh, nice club. Great club. Still going? Yeah, it's great, too. It's nice. Hello. Last time you were there, I think you had uh, the great Scott Simpson, our friend Scott Simpson featuring I for will you. tell you this. The last two times I was there, I had Scott Simpson featuring for me. I was going to mention this on the show, but I, when I was home for Thanksgiving in the San Francisco Bay Area, went out to see Scott Simpson's show in San Francisco. And? Called uh, Better Than Therapy. Uh, Scott did uh, f- probably 15, 20, and something he's like that. very good. And it was great. Yeah. Scott is a really great stand up. Yeah, he is. And honestly, uh, top to bottom, uh, this was a show composed exclusively of San Francisco comics. And it was at a comedy theater in downtown San Francisco. And I thought it was a fu- I thought every comic on the show was great. Oh, that's I great. thought it was a really a Isn't great nice? lineup of comics. I'll second that too. I've seen the show as well and it's awesome. He runs runs a great show and they do it uh they do it a lot. So, you know what? Yeah, they're doing it like 4 days every weekend. Oh, wow, that's yeah, great. Yeah, they're doing every weekend Thursday through Sunday uh, at this comedy yeah. theater. Well, no, I'll be on the road too. Yeah, I but would you say guys, you guys go ahead and plug Scott Simpson for forty-five. <laughs> prioritize Scott. So if you get it, if you live in the Bay Area, you're going to want to go see Scott. But that's regional, Jimmy. That's not. That's not I get your, up there. I'm doing get... Sketchfest. You're okay, right. but go I see Jimmy. Still, you're right. I don't know. No, I kind of think you should go see Scott because he's got all these other comics on the bill. Oh, yeah, that's true. Jimmy's probably just. What do you got, Garen? Uh, uh, no, Garen does not do the road shows. You and, you and Garen. <laughs> we don't get that kind of budget. It's you and Garen on the road no. there. You and your your, uh, your production guy, Garen, right? It's just uh, you and Garen. It is not. Gar- Matt Garen stays is our, home. Garen is our intern. Yeah. And uh, no, Garen does not make the road shows. Okay. Well. No. 
I well, cannot, uh, I mean, people want to see. Maybe should be bringing Garen. He's a good guy. I'm not disagreeing with Everybody any of this. Everybody likes Garen. Everybody He's a nice loves man. Garen. He's a nice man. Loves horror movies. Loves him. He's getting college credits. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> yeah. That ended five and a half years. Back. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Pardo really is. Are you, are you headed out anywhere in the in the new year or Sketchfest? Yes, San Francisco Sketchfest. Uh, that's uh, the tenth and eleventh of. Uh, what are we looking at? A Never Not Funny? A Playing Games with Jimmy Pardo? Yeah, Playing Games on a Friday the 10th with Oscar Nunez. Live game show. Oscar Nunez is a joy. On uh, the afternoon of the 11th, we're doing Never Not Funny with our guest Josh Gondelman. Oh, Gondelman. He's also the nicest Doesn't guy in the world. Doesn't get any better than that. Doesn't get any uh, better than JG. Then the end of the month, I'll be at the uh, the uh, Comedy Attic in Bloomington, yeah, Indiana. That's right there in Indiana. Then I'm part of the Tower Paris, Texas Tower Comedy Festival, the big February first. Oh, be doing a show there. That sounds nice. Great. You ever been to Paris, Texas? It's beautiful. I've seen the movie Paris, Texas. Nothing like it. No, nah, yeah, no, no. This is fun. Yeah, nah. <laughs> That's a bummer of a movie. Yeah, I uh, haven't seen it. It's a bummer. It's yeah, a bit of a bummer. Sounds like it's a little bit. Movie's of a, bummer. a bit of a bummer, but, but yeah, Jimmy Pardo is a ton fun. of fun. Yeah, I'm going to bring the fun. I really think you could ha- you could hardly have a better time at a comedy club than to see the great Jimmy Pardo. Right, so I, I, th- I hope that all you Bloomingtonians and Paris Texans and San Francisco Sketchfesters will go see the great James. Pardo. Jordan Morris told me off the air prior to this that he was in the audience of my show recently. It didn't even stick around to say uh, hello afterwards. No, Just came not. as a fan. I did. I bought a ticket online. That's went bananas. To, went I, to flappers.com, very paid flattered. for a ticket, and uh, had the time of my life. Very you flattered. went to flappers.com looking for 1920s-themed pornography. That's true, but what I found was something that was equally easy to jack off to. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Jimmy's show. The great Jimmy Pardo. Okay, uh, Brian Sonny D. Fernandez is our producer on the program. Uh, you can find us online at MaximumFun.org. We have a brand new website, by the way. JJGo at MaximumFun.org is our email address, 206-984-4FUN, our phone number. Hashtag your tweets, hashtag JJGo. You can find us on Twitter, at Jordan underscore Morris, at Jesse Thorne and on Reddit at MaximumFun.Reddit.com and let's, hey, or let's SlowCooking.Reddit.com. <laughs> it's got to say, hey, and if you're out there, uh, let's get a thread started at, max, at MaximumFun.Reddit.com. Any Max Funsters out there love your mom? Yeah. Anybody love your mom? Let's hear. I want to I hear about your moms. You can also, by the way, find us at BozScags.Reddit.com. <laughs> I mentioned <laughs> that one active. time on the show and somebody made it. Great. They started bossgags.reddit.com. It's fun. Boss Gags, he's fun. The lowdown. Dirty lowdown. Yeah. (laughs) Nasty, dirty lowdown. Yeah, that's it. Okay, we love you very much. Goodbye. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.